0: Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey there, I'm Bob. Over there is the, well, he's extremely Pastor David today. He's extreme. He's on every level. And the most divine, Pastor Liz. (laughs) Now, I know you guys are all waiting with bated breath to hear from these two geniuses. And that's what's going to happen today.
1: <laughs> right. uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that's what's going to happen. About what? What are we going to hear uh, about? I have no idea what we're doing today, but oh, we are going gosh. to do it. <laughs> okay, no. Actually, I wanted us to talk about dependency. Hmm. Now, that's an interesting you know, term. I mean, mm-hmm. it's got some strange things associated with it too, which mm-hmm. maybe we could discuss and discuss the differences. But when mm-hmm. I say you're dependent, Pastor David, what does that
2: mean to you? You can't live without something that you're dependent on. You can't do without it. So there's plenty of things you could do without like um, 20 pieces of chicken McNuggets instead of 10. You could do without that extra 10. You're not dependent on it. (laughs) Okay. But there's certain (laughs) things that you you truly depend on, like air, blood flow through your body, Uh some form of shelter, at least if you're in a cold or hot um, climate. So it's something that, you know, without which you, you can't, you can't live or survive. You're completely beholden to it, completely yeah. tied to it. So that that's what I think. Uh, it's amazing you were able to get a chicken McNuggets. Are we like mm-hmm. are
0: they mm-hmm. one of our advertisers on this? He's, or just, really he He's just, well, just really ch- hungry. Well, Chick Fil A is is, yeah, yeah. is Christian. McDonald's not so much. I could do without the chicken <laughs> McNuggets, but if
2: I had to eat them, I'd have to have ketchup. Oh Ugh, no, barbecue sauce. Worst. Barbecue sauce. Yeah, everybody. Every civilized person needs barbecue sauce or with ranch. It. Yeah, that's ranch. True. Ranch another is another one.
0: Yeah.
1: These
2: people are not from <laughs> there. You got
0: Rose sitting there taking it head or saying no.
2: Or <laughs> or oh, actually, yeah. There's the literally a million
1: other things better than ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there aren't.
2: <laughs> we're probably le- le- less dependent on ketchup than any of those maybe, other
1: sauces.
0: Maybe we're going to stop the the uh, this uh, podcast on dependency. And talk about deception because you yeah. guys are deceived. That's obvious. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, let's yeah. give Mr. Liz, a chance, Liz to. a chance to answer this extremely deep question. Extremely Extremely.
1: Ketchup or
0: That too. You can answer yes. both questions, but answer the dependent one first.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. When I when you said dependent, I thought about my taxes. Oh. <laughs> I have um people in my life that are dependents. Oh.
2: <laughs> Beautiful people. Beautiful yes. people. Yes. Yeah. You call That's them what I thought about. Is that what you call them? <laughs>
0: Somehow I don't think you think of them as uh, you know, the same That's way. Just what came to I don't mind. think it's the same vein that I'm thinking dependent yeah. with. Okay. Well,
1: I mean if they're identified as someone who requires you in order to live. <laughs> then that's kind of what I think what we're talking about a little bit. Incompetent, apart from you.
0: (laughs) I wasn't really thinking about a leech. (laughs) But I guess possibly. No, I'm just saying, okay,
1: so we want to make it. You didn't say dependent on God. You just said dependent. Oh, no, we're going to get there. If we want to take a spiritual turn No, let's not
0: do that yet. Okay. Because I I think we should be very carnal for a while. Okay, we're good at that. Because when we start to talk about dependency on God, that's a wholly different. Thing. That's yeah. not the same. That's holy. Holy. Different. Completely different. It's holy. Yes. You know what holy is about. <laughs> and so the question I have is you know, I hear this weird word all the time, especially nowadays. People talk about codependency. <laughs> now, somehow I have the suspicion that codependency has nothing to do with dependency on God, but I don't know. What do you? What do you think, Pastor Liz? What do you think yes. about codependency? I'm glad you got that question. <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, thanks. Good. This will give him some time to think of something. Well, neat. I will tell you
1: what I have inferred from people <laughs> who, yes. who talk about codependency is that it's basically my weakness needs your weakness. And we have to... Um, Depend. It's a very unhealthy reliance on each other. Oh. That's how the term codependency is used. It's very so. It,
0: mm-hmm. Then the connotation with that kind of dependency is not good.
1: It's not good at all. No, it's unhealthy. Yeah. It's like toxic relationship.
0: Toxic. That's yeah, another basically, basically good word. like I yeah, like word.
1: you're, mm-hmm. you're <laughs> the worst part of you. Uh-huh. I actually need that because it feeds the worst part of me.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's rough.
1: Yeah. It has a
2: lot to do with enabling people. Yeah. Oh, really? And feeling needed yeah. and mm-hmm. all that kind Maybe
1: of stuff. Maybe we're helping
2: somebody out here with yeah.
1: their
0: codependency. Because also, isn't codependency like people are like trapped in a situation? Isn't that what's inferred in codependency? It's like, it's like the Hotel Stuck. California. They're prisoners there of their own device. <laughs> I like this. We went from... <laughs> <laughs> Chicken McNuggets to in the hotel. It's one of the
2: greatest songs ever.
0: I know. It was. But yeah. maybe we should just, after this podcast, you and I will get together and just listen to it
1: together.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll pray for your deliverance yeah. after. After okay. that, okay. yes. Well, you never know, leave. You can, can never you leave. You can check out, but you cannot leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's when a spirit is codependent uh, on you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst uh-huh. part of them and the worst part of you. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting uh, concept right there. Mm. So. Now that we've got all of that aside, sort of, I'm sure there's more that's coming in. I don't trust either one of you today. That's <laughs> great. We're just
1: following your lead. I name. know,
0: I know. <laughs> so let's talk about being dependent. Now, what about, is there any good dependent on other people? But before we get to the God part of this dependency podcast, is it good to be dependent on other people biblically naturally Biblically without
1: god is that we're not <laughs> before we get to the god it's hard part, to be it's hard no no to, no, no, okay, no
0: I, let's let me clarify this to you <laughs> before we get to the god dependency part okay direct us dependent in him before we get to that is there a component of dependence
2: on people that is bad without god you're not supposed to you you shouldn't be dependent on anyone else. And there's scriptures that say some trust in chariots and horses, and that's portrayed as a bad thing to right. rely on the strength of man or the, the, will of man. It's a snare to trust uh-huh. in, in man. Um, and to actually depend another, just, I'm just thinking of the, the basic definition is to hang on. Like you're yeah. hanging on something. That's what you're depending on. It's you're depending off of it. Um, And so when, when all your hopes are hanging on another person for something, it's really likely you're going to fall there. If if you don't have the Lord (laughs) as a safety net, if that's not um, something that he's ordained for you to trust, it's not something that's from him, then you're just depending, you're leaning on something that can't hold you. Um, just all these scriptures are coming to my mind about, you know, someone right. that leaned on the reed of Egypt. Right. And the reed like right will go through, through the hand. hand yeah. It's not going to support you. It's like you. a fool's leaning um, on a fool's. Hand. But I mean, I'm just also thinking, I'm thinking it through with you. And I mean, obviously at stages of our life, we're dependent. So there's, if you're in a season where you're an infant or a child, like, it's mm-hmm. part of the natural course of life that you depend on on I people am. and well, that's, that's, that's right you know, that's right. the tax. Right. So, I mean, it's, if you're a mature adult, it's probably <laughs> like dependence on others apart from God, apart from his spirit, his body, his church is probably not the healthiest for you to attach all your destiny to another human. This is my stab and, uh, at it. What do you think? Pastor Liz about that? We I could th- bring God in at some point because then we, we should. We, have to. we will. We
1: will. <laughs> well, I just, yeah. I think that there are natural relationships where it's essential for people to depend on others. Like think about like a um you know, like a military combat situation, right? Mm-hmm. There's a dependency that people have on each other that's required actually in order to be able to live, um, and to succeed, maybe. Um, but I think that interdependence. any interdependence. Yeah, any form of dependency where it has benefit and provides I don't know, like health or life is actually because it's God designed. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you can talk about like, like a good dependency outside of God. Even if the people themselves are not maybe in relationship with God, they're walking in a principle of a godly principle.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys have tortured me enough. We're going to get to the God part now. Okay. Okay. And all its flavors. Um, So you you talked kind of around that a little bit, but is there... Well, can either one of you explain to me what dependency is in the Bible? In the Bible? Yeah. Either examples Um, of it or commands for it or principles of it. mm -hmm.
2: Oh, tough questions here. I mean, the word dependence isn't really... I mean, it's. uh, I just think about Adam being formed out of clay and he had mm-hmm. like God literally had to breathe his soul and his spirit into him. Mm-hmm. That's how dependent we are on God. Right. And so that's not something to be ashamed of. That's actually something mm-hmm. that's who is part of who we are as a human. We have to draw our life from God and that's what we do in faith. We're we're drawing from him. We're not drawing yeah. from something created. So you're you're going to depend on something it's just like is that a cornerstone that's going to hold you or is that sand? You know, like what, what is it that you're kind of, right. you're really relying your weight upon and you're, you're, um, you're attaching your life to? It should be the one that gave you life. It should be right. the one that can sustain you at the most basic level. Yeah. Um, you could build on that probably. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, like, I, immediately
1: <laughs> comes to mind is, um you know, Jesus saying unless you become like a little child, mm-hmm. um you can't, Um, inherit the kingdom. Like you can't perceive it. You can't, you cannot access the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. um, unless, and that's childlikeness. I believe in dependency and Jesus exhibited that. I mean, throughout his entire life, he's like, I only do what I see my father doing. I only Mm -hmm. say what I hear him saying. Like that's a, that is a life of complete dependency. So I think it's a, an absolute kingdom principle that, the childlikeness part of it is children are dependent on their parent. Right, they're dependent on their father. He provides everything for them, and they actually can't provide for themselves at all. Yeah. So that's where my mind goes. with this. Do
0: you, Do either one of you consider uh, covenants dependence, dependency on God? Do you see His uh, principle of dependency in written into covenant
2: in any way? Yeah. I mean, a covenant is a union that's bonded together by the spirit of God. And so without the third cord in the covenant, it doesn't, it doesn't last. And so he's the one that binds together every covenant relationship, whether that's husband, wife, or whatever other covenant, Mm -hmm. it's totally dependent on God to fulfill those vows, at least to fulfill the spirit of those vows. Mm -hmm. Um, I could fulfill the letter of vows. You know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. can do that. But in order to fulfill it God's way, in order to be full of love and grace and self sacrifice and not grudging, that's given by God's enablement. Like that's, that's he's enabling you. <laughs> it's a healthy dependence. Right. He's actually empowering you, mm-hmm. not enabling you to, to remain in sin, but empowering you to fulfill the things that, that you vowed in covenant. So, yeah, I mean, you can't just depend on another person, even in covenant. You have to depend right. on the Lord to give you um, the ability to serve and right. love that person. I, I don't know if that's getting yeah, to what you're and asking Yeah,
0: uh, you know, that's what I'm asking about. Because one of the thoughts came to my mind when I started thinking about you know dependency is I started thinking about covenants in, in the Bible and how they, uh, they, re, they actually part of the principle of a covenant is actually some form of dependency when you really get to thinking about it. I think of a uh, husband and wife. Therefore, shall a man leave? his father would be joined well if you're joined you know if you're bone of the bone and flesh of the flesh that's kind of dependent in many <laughs> ways <laughs> right and so i think that kind of i think um personally i feel but you guys can speak to this personally i feel the covenants of the lord throughout the bible actually are uh, pointing us toward our dependency mm. you know or not our the principle of dependency in the bible Like, it's not an evil, bad thing. Like I said, when I brought up the whole Mm co-dependent, it's like, oh, co-dependent. Well, you know, in the beginning, Adam and Eve, they were dependent Mm -hmm. on each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, because God created that way, you know, and that, you know, this is, you know, he's he's made for her, she's made for him, and they make up the difference together, uh, whatever's missing, I suppose, or needed. And so there's a dependency there. And it, and it the dependency is sealed in the principle of marriage, covenant marriage. Hmm. And so that's how I started looking at it and thinking about it. I thought, oh, so there's, you know, all of, I mean, the covenants through Abrahamic, De, De, you know, Davidic co- covenants, Christ covenant with us, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's, we're all of a sudden in a place of a lot of dependency.
1: Right.
0: When yep. you actually get to thinking about it. And if I think if we start to think of ourselves separate from the dependency, uh separate from the covenant. Independent. Independent. Then we um uh, we miss a principle of God, mm-hmm. a serious principle of God. Mm-hmm. And so what do you guys think?
1: I was thinking about that actually, um the the covenant that God made with Abraham because God fulfilled both sides of it, right? Like he right. <laughs> he knew right. that um, human beings could not fulfill, mm-hmm. um, that heavy of a, an oath, an, yeah. a, a, you know, a covenant with mm-hmm. him. And so he fulfilled both sides. of it. And that is the, that is the, the covenant and the family that we are, um, joined into that we're grafted mm-hmm. into, you know, I, I've been thinking about that one lately, actually a lot mm-hmm. about the promises to Abraham about, um, you know, inheriting the the nations and the earth. And, um, but it's completely, and I, I, I think that when we talk about covenant, we have a mistaken view. Like God brings 50% and we bring 50%. Mm. You know, I, <laughs> and it's like, um, I think the same principle applies. You cannot actually supply what's needed to fulfill your side of the covenant. That's why Jesus had to come mm-hmm. as a man. Right? I brought like,
2: like negative uh, 200%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You did everything. I think that I bring that almost every day. (laughs) It's uh, It's so true what you're saying.
1: Yeah. But I think, I do think that's how, like when you're talking about covenant and Mm -hmm. like dependent, I think people were like, Oh, like, well, God brings his part. Then I bring my part. And, and I, you know, that is now, but now we're talking about is it's dependent on me. Right. Right. It's dependent on me to fulfill. Mm -hmm. And God knows that you are not (laughs) able to fulfill.
2: No,
0: Your that side of things. You're not designed for it.
1: You can't. You it's impossible. I'm just gonna say it to whoever's listening right now. It is impossible for you to fulfill your side. Without being in Christ, because he's the only one that can fulfill
0: But what happens if I do really good, but (laughs) like (laughs) a lot of good
1: stuff. And all your righteousness. You you mean if you depend
2: depend on an arm of the flesh? Yes. That doesn't work, you know? And that's like in every covenant, you're tempted to depend on something else. Right. So if I'm trying to relate to my wife and I have a bad day, I won't depend on her and just open up to her. I'll want to depend on entertainment or some other form of self-medication. Right. To get through that. And it's the same with the Lord. Like we, we want to depend on anything else, even our own skills and our own ability to research or solve problems or, mm-hmm. or get money or, you know, we want to depend on anything else other than the Lord, like and seeking right. him for the grace uh, to go to do our role. Not, not like contribute mm-hmm. necessarily to the covenant, but to play our role, which is important, but that it requires grace. Like it requires it him to do it in us. It does. So there's a lot of things it sounds like that are distractions to our
0: dependency on God. Those some of those like you say we will like self-medicate or we'll self-entertain or we'll whatever, you know, pick something and those become um well, they're a big giant distraction from the fact that you're fully dependent on him.
1: Yeah, I think uh one of you said the word independence. Yes. Right. And I think we are conditioned in a lot of ways to think independently and to behave independently. Yes. And to, you know, I mean, of course, like as an American, you're like the declaration of independence. (laughs) Independence, Right. And so it's like, I think we are, we have adopted ways. We've been brought up in ways. We've, um, adapted ourselves to ways of being independent from God. And we are not meant to be independent from him at any point. In our
0: life, that's so good. And I, you know, I was thinking the same thing when I was just, you know, meditating on this whole Mm -hmm. subject is that our culture is so fixed on making you independent. Yeah. And so now, you know, like you need to provide for yourself. I get it that means mm-hmm. you have to work I'm not saying don't work yeah there's you know, a normal the bi- sense right of that. there's the normal Bibles you know hey if you don't work you don't eat mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know, got kind of anything if you don't provide for your family you're worse than infidel I mean god's got a really good balance there, mm-hmm. but to be fully de- independent of him and say that my hands have gotten this i've accomplished this i've done it in my power now we are intentionally separating ourselves from our dependency on him mm-hmm. but or not well it's it's interesting because i think when people do that christian people do that you think you're separating yourself from his, your dependency on him in fact your dependency is still there it's still resident it's just that you don't recognize it anymore
2: <laughs> yeah you're yeah. either deluded or <laughs> deceived or because well, you're doing good right? stuff of course you're, you're building are. a beautiful of house course. it's just on sand right and so what
0: you <laughs> do is you have these like i said earlier distractions You have these things, these alternatives Mm -hmm. to actually being dependent on him. And so that's why, you know, when, for example, when you work, you work as unto the Lord. Right. (laughs) You understand it's him that gave us the ability. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just my own self that got this. Well, I think, Mm.
1: and also just, you know, because I'm the death pastor, I have to take it here, but you died and Christ is living through you. In you, right? That's like, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Like talking about dependency, (laughs) like the only reason you can live is because Christ is living through you and expressing his life through the, Mm -hmm. through what you're doing. And so it's Mm -hmm. not just about, um, you know, working because it's a good thing to do. It's actually like unto the Lord, which we should, because that's how Christ works through us. That's like, he goes to work Mm -hmm. and he works for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Mm -hmm. this, this understanding, the recognition of I only have life because he gives it to me.
2: Uh-huh. You know, it was great it was when I was 10 years old, <laughs> I would get up in the morning whenever I wanted and I knew my parents would have breakfast ready for me mm-hmm. and I would watch cartoons in the morning, Spider-Man. And then I would go outside and I'd play and I was never worried. I was just, I was never worried about if there was food or clothing or if my parents had goodwill towards me or anything like that. It's like the childlike mm-hmm. thing you brought up. Mm-hmm. I was totally dependent upon them. And I could rest in that. Like I didn't even know I was resting from anything because I had right. I had no experience of of being independent. But dependency is great. <laughs> and the people are like, you know, people don't want to. People don't want to grow up. They want to be like, I'm not dependent on anyone. Well, it's like you should try it sometimes. It's great, you know. Like get used to it. It's only our pride that says I can't depend on God. I can't depend on other people. Like I, I shouldn't need to get anything from anybody. You're just signing yourself up for slavery and misery. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so the question I have though yeah. is, so we're talking. Okay, we know there's like childlikeness, but like if you were like that today, and you're like, I to get up at ten o'clock on amazing. Saturdays and watch cartoons. and- that right, and now. right. And like, and don will have dinner on the table for me and <laughs> no, she'll that take care of you know. Okay. I'm just saying, like, as an adult, so here's what I'm trying to bring yeah, it yeah. to. <laughs> There's this whole concept of like childlikeness and dependency, but yet maturity. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I think sometimes we get caught up like, well, I have to be mature, which means I gotta bring this to the table. Right. I need to provide. I need to do, I need to work hard. I need Mm -hmm. to, you know, study to show myself approved. And it's like, then it becomes all these things that I need to do. So like, how do we, Mm -hmm. because we know that nothing in the Lord, um, competes against each other. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so how do we walk in maturity, Pastor Bob and Mm -hmm. dependency?
0: Yeah. Well all I can say is as far as Pastor David's concerned, you know, he lives with three women. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. One of them's his wife uh-huh. and the other two are little kids. Yes. And um there's no went? way that's good this, yes. I had to clarify. His that daughters, people are yes. Like, okay. People are like, you know, tuning out like Protestant Christians. You're kind of a modern day <laughs> Christian. But um yeah. Yeah, so they won't let him do that (laughs) in his house. He don't get to do that ever. I'm positive of that. It's like get up now.
2: (laughs) It's okay. It's okay.
0: Um, It's okay. What was the question? (laughs) How do how
2: do you do like find a maturity and um,
1: yeah, like walk in maturity mm -hmm. and yet still dependency, fully
2: dependent on him. Uh, I
0: believe that you um, the way to do that is actually humbling yourself. Like I don't believe you can do that with a haughty spirit. Um, I th- believe it's also recognizing that everything comes from God first. That has to be like the starting point. Mm-hmm. Not I can work. I can do this on my own first. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? So when you understand everything comes from Him, and when you understand it in Him, I live and move and have my being. Everything about me is locked into Him, mm-hmm. and. He wants me to be mature and have in my mind um, that I'm actually able to um, manifest and emulate his life to others so that I can become a shadow for, uh, for someone, uh, people from uh, exposure to the heat, a place of um, uh, uh, safety, uh, a strong tower for others mm-hmm. because I'm maturing in him. I'm matured in him. I don't know if I completely answer your question, but I believe if it doesn't start with humility first, if it just starts with, I got all this, I'm doing all this, I think the humility keeps you fully balanced and fully uh, locked into dependent on him. That the things that you have, the gifts you have, the talents you have, the abilities you have, the wisdom you have, all comes from him. And, And those are all mature things. Those are not baby things right mm-hmm. and so all of my maturity the way i approach my maturity has to be okay first him mm-hmm. first he has access to my life first i know i fully depend on him in any increase i have in any area spiritually soulishly physically it all comes from him that's the way to mature properly i don't know if i answered the uh fully your question, but I'm telling you there's a way to mature properly, and there's a way to just get older mm-hmm. <laughs> and no. uh, think think you've maturing and you're not at all you're just you're still uh self dependent
2: <laughs> yeah um I think that's important because uh, i don't know if it's because we just did a class on stewardship, but th- there's a few things in my mind uh-huh. and that's because you know nothing we have is really ours, like Pastor Bob was saying. But we're made secure. Like everything that He's given to us um, has made us. It compels us through love. Like we're not we're not being compelled by like the fear of loss, or like the fear of I'm not going to have enough. Fear of I might be rejected. I might be put to shame. Uh, we that's how we like we drive ourselves in independence. Where actually God is wants to completely secure you, and make you dependent on His grace mm-hmm. and on His finished work that's in Christ and you're like wow i'm i've been sealed by the holy spirit of promise for the day of redemption i i belong to the lord i've been i've been adopted 100% and from there like this is like the test of faith where it's like what do you believe is really the best motivator towards maturity do you believe it's security from a place of love or do you believe that it's fear and lack and rejection and oh, i better avoid those things and a lot of times when we pursue like what pastor bob's saying people think they're they're pursuing maturity, but really they're just they're pursuing a form of self-security, mm. self-sufficiency. I'll get to a place where I'm good without, even if other people let me down or God lets me down, I'll be okay. And that's motivated by a fear of rejection, a fear of failure. Mm. It's not motivated by, I'm good. Even if I were to sit on the couch and watch cartoons, I, I would still be loved. <laughs> but actually, I'm not going to do that because I get to know my dad and he's like, come outside. We're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll learn from him, and it'll be a free increase into into my destiny. Um, so that's hard for for me to always remember because <laughs> it's we get used to being motivated in those other ways. And people think too, like if you really made people secure, well, then they wouldn't mature. And that that's a false religious doctrine of like if we really told people that they're secure in Christ through grace, well, they would they would just remain a child. They would just remain in sin. They would take but, advantage of the grace. Yeah, but that's not, yeah, that's not that's biblical. Not Paul said, yeah. the love of Christ compels me.
1: Right. right.
2: And that's a different form of compulsion than um, oh, the fear that has torment. You know, oh, I'm going to fail right. my dad. Yeah. I'm going to fail my boss. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to be a good adult. You know, like that's, right. All that is not really a healthy way to, I have to accomplish go, go forward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you need, you need yeah. dependence yeah. Uh, to avoid that sort of fear motivation. Yes. If you're independent, you'll always be in fear. Yeah. You'll never be able to really entrust yourself to a strong tower or rock, you know, that Pastor yeah. Bob mentioned.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm just like thinking all this through. I think for me, when I look at someone that is very spiritually mature, like one of the marks on them is humility and they understand that um, anything that, they're doing is only because they are dependent on God. I think right. that's actually a mark yeah. of someone who's actually spiritually mature. Um, and so I'm just like thinking through the the process of this. It's like the the dependency is childlikeness. It's not childishness, mm-hmm. right? Like of yeah. um, immaturity, but the childlikeness of everything in the kingdom is available to me. Um, and I don't actually have to prove anything, provide anything, um, earn anything, but I am yielding and I'm yielding like I'm in, mm-hmm. I don't know, such, such a secure, um, father, son, father, daughter relationship mm-hmm. that I trust completely. Um, there's nothing of me that I actually has to be in this yeah. at all. I don't yeah. know. I'm just like yeah, processing can't, can't, this whole yeah, you thing. Can't you can't know?
0: earn it. Um, yeah. because it's part of your sonship it's part right. of who you are in right. god and uh all yeah. of the you know uh the th- the good things that com- that are coming from god are going to come from god um you don't you know you don't have to earn that right. you can't earn it to begin with and uh once you understand that once you understand you know then you're then you're can depend on him well the other thing too is you, and this may be hard for some people who maybe just had a really bad father relationship mm. mm-hmm. I, I mean seriously that's yeah. a that's a big thing anybody right. listening because um we're saying dependent on the father yeah you know just being good with him that he's not going to harm you that he's yeah. not going to hurt you that he has your benefit in mind that when you come to him in total need he's not going to take advantage of you he's going right. to be there He's going to be there. He's going to supply the need, and it won't be supplied uh, out of his greed or out of his, you know, his inadequacies or or his uh, wickedness. Mm-hmm. And that is a big thing for people because, you know, to be fully dependent on God, like to be able to say that and then actually try to walk in that at every level, mm-hmm. um, means this trust in the Father and i can imagine a lot of people have a hard time trusting fathers now especially nowadays yeah like they've had fathers that were wicked or just not there not present and so how do you trust in that and how do you you know and so your tendency might be i've got to take care of me because that father figure which was supposed to be an example of god <laughs> uh never took care of me actually took advantage of me And I pray for people who are listening to this and considering this that um, they will let their life go to dependency on him, on the father, without reserve as much as they can. And I believe it takes time Mm -hmm. and walking through because um, when you've been abused by a father or forgotten by a father, uh, that's a tough thing because you're just waiting for the, the shoe to drop. You're just waiting. Okay, what what's next? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. what you know? Here I am. I need oh, you. Yeah. What are you going to take from me? Because I need you. And so this is the great thing about a good father, mm-hmm. our Father in Heaven, is that we come with a dependency and a need, and He is always there to respond to that. Mm-hmm. He's not there to take something from you, yeah. uh, you yeah. know. And if you don't, if you come with that, like I said, that inclination or that. Mindset mm-hmm. that oh boy I'm going I got I'm I'm here with my you know hands out hoping and I, I'm not even sure if I'm worthy and you know, all the things that come along with that yeah. and then all of a sudden you know you you know you're having to you're having to like lose your faith to that to that father that mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. it's a tough place I can imagine that's a rough place for people to just step to yeah. uh, when they've experienced a father who took advantage of them mm-hmm. and that you know and this is the deal. And actually, I want to ask both of you, I want you to talk to our the people listening about your dependency on God. Like, what does that look like from your soul? Um, how, what does that actually look like? And I know that's, it's, I'm asking you to be a little transparent, and and it may be hard to put into words also. Like you said, I, I appreciate what Pastor Liz was saying early, and I'm kind of working this out as we go along. I believe we work out our dependency yeah. in, on him forever. Actually, even when we mature, all of that—he's still father. He's still the source
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> of life. And um, so, anyway,
2: what? Who wants to go first? Who's willing to? I will. Yeah. Um, I think like a good example of dependency on God is um, I, a lot of times I like to just lay flat out before God. Yeah. And I say like I'm accepted right here my lowest, the lowest point I can possibly be not doing anything. This is where he accepts me fully. And, Mm. um, just understanding that like it's a vulnerable place, but I can trust him to give me the strength to do what he's asking me to do. Um, I got a prophetic word one time that said, don't think that because you lack something, you can't give it. Mm. And I was like, wow, I really had to think about that because when we're depending on ourselves, we can't give out of, Emptiness, but we always have the Father, we always have the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who gives. He's like the the widow that said, In my whole empty house, I only have this one little jar of oil, but she could pour out and pour out and pour out um, till all the other vessels were full. And I think, like, that's what it looks like to me when I lose, um, when I feel like I'm failing or I'm just, I don't have much, mm-hmm. I don't have much emotional bandwidth. You know, I don't know, whatever, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'm not feeling good today. I don't know, whatever funk right. that you're in. You're like, okay, but the Holy Spirit lives in me. And if I depend on myself, it's not gonna work out. And maybe I've I've been depending on myself that day and I've been failing, but there's always a minute that I can I can be like, God, I'm just not doing good. Help me. Yeah. I'm just not doing good right now. Um, and then it's it's really surprising every time how there's there can come a shift where you're like, no, okay. This is how you need to look at it. Here's how you can give this. Here's, here's what you can say because you, you're you like, I'm, I'm hitting a wall. And then the Lord has a way around that. I mean, he has a way to keep, keep serving. He has a way to keep pouring out and he will replenish you along the way. And a lot of times he restores your sanity through that. At least for me, like he restores my sanity when I go and I depend on him. When I, I can't always get flat on my stomach, but you know, in my mind I can be like, ah, like mm-hmm. I'm not bringing anything to the table right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really messing this thing up. And he's like, no, you know, what kind of things okay. keep
0: you from your dependency?
2: On um, irritability. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, ah, fix this now. <laughs> Why is this happening? No like, just, <laughs> yeah. Like a lack of patience or just like, um, feeling offended or you're like, Hey, I, I need to go like, right some wrongs or, you know, and you're just, you're not, you're, you're not feeling secure. Like I'm, you don't feel secure for me, like an unconditional love. Like when I don't feel that and I'm like, Hey, I'm really accepted. I'm worth something. Anything that pushes me to that place of like feeling unworthy or like a failure Mm or or Uh. really like it drives me and Mm -hmm. I'm not depending on him. I'm depending on whatever David's, whatever the wrath of man or the, the, the impotent your- depression yeah. of man can, you know, uh, can accomplish, which is not too much, not too much good. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's important. We had a podcast on repentance and it's really important multiple times a day for me to be like, my mind is a piece yeah. of crap right now. Lord, Right. <laughs> <laughs> my mind, I literally say that <laughs> line, like my mind is a piece of junk right now, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, just help me. Um, and he's, he'll secure me and, He'll be like, It's all right, just do this, you know, just like say this, like think about it this way. I, I don't know. I can't like every situation's different. Does right. this make sense? Yeah, it makes some sense like you yeah. really yeah. I really have to be like, uh dad, like <laughs> Right. I don't know. You know. <laughs> so, so you're trying to say that everybody yeah. gets there into a place of uh, I don't know, I don't uh, know about everybody, pe- but not
0: feeling dependent on God or not believing you're dependent on God, or actually mm-hmm. not being dependent on
2: when God. When you get bitter too. Mm. Bitterness will really be like, nah, I don't need him. Right. I'm not gonna talk to him. I'm not gonna do it his way. But then he's like, come on. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will be like, come yeah. on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor Liz, mm-hmm. once you uh
0: tell people what your dependency on God looks like. <sighs> Pull back the veil into the Liz life here. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, it's not much of a veil. I kind of wear okay. everything out there. But um I, I think uh, for me, it's been changing a lot recently, actually, Um, because it's, you know, all, I've known the Lord my whole life and there's mm-hmm. been a, areas of dependency on him, of course, like just for, you know, like David was saying, like your spiritual sanity and refreshing and. Um, you know, for on the Holy Spirit for revelation. And there's a dependent life that we walk just to be able to be a Christian, you know, and just to be able to like Mm -hmm. function at any level of spirituality um, and effectiveness. But um, in the last few years, there's really been this like uh, breaking down of, some mindsets that I had about, mm. about, um, like I was saying, earlier, like what my part was and what I needed to bring and what I needed to, what I was expected to operate in. And, um, it really has been like this breakdown of, of misconceptions I had about what it meant to walk with the Lord and that I had things to bring to the table <laughs> and I had things to, <laughs> to that, you know, I bring my part and it's like understanding that I have, I have nothing to bring except what he has given and Mm -hmm. given freely. And, um, in the last few years of, uh, you know, the faith journey and him giving vision for things that seemed impossible, like Mm -hmm. literally seemed impossible to me and probably were actually impossible. He's revealed to me how willing he is to, um, How willing he is to give generously. That's good. And uh, his his coming through in the areas that seemed big and seemed impossible has made me understand how willing he is to come through in the day-to-day things that I don't even ask him for because I think I got it on my own you know? And so for me, what keeps me from dependency on God is what I perceive as my strengths. That's what actually what keeps me from dependency mm-hmm. on him. Cause I'm like these things I can do in my own strength and these things I need you for. And he is bringing me to this like breaking down understanding that I, there's nothing that I am supposed to operate in my own strength in like Let's zero. Go. It is supposed to be everything I do is in dependency on him, um, so that's like Amen. that's where he's brought me to, and it's still working it out in my life. But it's oh, yeah. it's like I feel like I'm understanding for the first time, you know, after 40 years of knowing God, I feel like for the first time I'm understanding what it means to actually walk with Him. Yeah,
0: yeah, Amen. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are like way ahead of the curve here because, like,
2: I. I don't know. Bob. I mean, I am like, like coming into my yeah, I head. Just turned, for a I just turned seventy, and I'm
0: like just so starting to get some of this. I mean, for me, uh, I just th- you know I'm sure there's along the way I've gotten some of it, but now more than ever, um, I I'm and this is why I wanted to just discuss it with you mm-hmm. uh, and with the people who are listening, our mm-hmm. friends that are listening, mm-hmm. is that yeah say hi it's okay um, that how dependent. I'm starting to realize how really dependent I am on him. Like, I don't really possess what it takes.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I may be possessed by the one who has everything it takes, but I don't have it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think for a long time, and I want to talk to both of you about your ministries also and dependency and that. I think for a long time uh, in ministry, even, I was like, I got this. Mm -hmm. Sure. I got it. You know, and I think you can operate in ministry pretty well on your own. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think yeah. very successful ministries operate on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been guilty of that. You know, not all the time, but a lot of the times. And now, in, in the last few years, I would say more than ever, it's like just coming to a head where, like, oh, you really, you don't, you don't got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't got it. You know, like, no, 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 no. And God's like, no, I got it, and you need to learn. How to rest on me and lean on me and depend on me in this? Because everything you think you can bring to the table is nothing if I don't do it. Yeah. It's absolutely nothing, and that's the weird part about it. Because I think I uh, my younger years in ministry, I get frustrated because I'm like, "Well, I know this is what the Word says, and I know it, you know. Believe that God said this, and that's the promise. So it should operate that way." Mm-hmm. And I was bringing me to my understanding to a situation expecting um, an end and uh, expecting an outcome because i knew because i like you know like because this plus this equals this yeah i've done it a do- dozen times it must be that mm-hmm. right and there wasn't that like depending on him mm-hmm. like oh you know what i can do all the exact same things for a situation and it if he's not in it right it it be it be, it may mean nothing, matter of fact, and I may not do any of the things that I consider right in a situation, and then there's God,
1: right?
0: Like he mm-hmm. fully like comes into a situation, and now like I said, like I said, you guys, you guys are young, you're getting it really early. Praise God, <laughs> you guys must have suffered a little <laughs> anyway. But uh, but the uh, but the deal is, I, I'm finally st- finally starting to sink in to in a place where i thought oh and this is why i wanted to talk about it today because i you know i, I i'm getting the sense more and more i know we've discussed this mm-hmm. privately for a couple of few months now you know mm-hmm. it's been rolling around we finally i finally twisted both mm-hmm. your arms and said okay <laughs> let's do this <laughs> but but there is a um such a um intense dependency on him now yeah. like it's like i It doesn't look like I, you know, a lot is, and it feels very, um, uh, it's weird because it feels not solid, but it's completely solid at the same time. I don't know how to explain Uh, this, put this into words. It's like
1: walking on water. It's
0: like walking on water. That's Mm -hmm. fully solid. Exactly that. And it's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. uh, You know why I can do this? Because you're... Because of you, because you're saying come, because you're saying do, because because your word has said, that's why. Mm -hmm. And everything else I got to bring to the table, any little bits I've picked along the way is great, but they're nothing without you. Right. Like, absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah. I believe Uh, that, uh, I don't think it's like that we're ahead and you're behind. I think that this is something (laughs) that the Lord, I actually feel him wooing his church into this place because I believe it has to do with the manifestation of the son of God, sons of God mm. in the earth. I think that there is a revelation of walking like Jesus actually did in complete dependency that allows the power of God to come into the earth. Like through our acknowledged weakness, his strength is made perfect. Yes. I believe that there is a a time that he is trying to bring his church into when we actually walk like Jesus did. You know, you think about Jesus, he was completely dependent and yet not fearful yeah. not full of anxiety he understood that whatever it is that came the night I mean, when he said take no thought for your life like take no thought for tomorrow he meant that mm-hmm. like he li- he lived that out like oh yeah I need money for taxes today go get that fish over there you know what I mean it was <laughs> like he walked out this life where he didn't worry about what was coming, what he needed. If God would come through, if He'd have the right words, if His ministry would be effective, it was like the peace of walking in dependency with God, <laughs> and the rest right. in that, and the power in it. Yeah. Because it is that place of dependency is what allows God to show up in miraculous ways. I,
0: I so love that, and and the, and when He shows up, you're in awe. Yeah, like you know what I mean. You, did, it, it wasn't just one plus one equals two. You. You did, you do, we do our part, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, God gives us abilities and gifts and he gives them and we do our part. But that dependency component, I believe is fully locked to our faith. Yes. And when that's there, we get like wowed by God. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, you did that, God. That uh, I thought I had, uh, maybe I I felt like maybe I didn't do enough. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And yet you did it. And so it's so good to see God operate like that. It, when we when we actually perceive that he's doing it, because uh, I think that's what happens uh, also in maturity is that you get to you start to recognize, oh, that's God. Mm-hmm. That isn't just me coming up with mm-hmm. stuff that I did right and because I, I did it right a hundred times in the past. That's just God. If mm-hmm. God didn't do that, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's like the you know word talks about you know like the young lions. He takes their breath away and they're gone. You know, it was like. Everything's like that. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for him, right, we don't have anything. We can't we won't actually live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and uh, to understand that kind of dependency. And I, I believe you're right that it's because of the days we're in and the end times, the last days that are going into the end times, that we Things are going to happen to a degree that we can. You will not be able to depend on just what you know. Mm-hmm. Things that things that made sense in the past or added up right, like oh yeah, we did this and this, and so it always works out that way.
1: Right. <laughs> and right.
0: all of a sudden, because of maybe the wickednesses in the world, uh, all, all sorts of things that are being unleashed mm-hmm. on our world, those it's not going to be this plus this equals that. It's God. <laughs> and we are going to have to learn to bring ourselves a place where we depend on him mm-hmm. because i don't know if you've noticed it but i know in, in churches all around the world and especially in uh america and in our church you know we see people coming in with very um extensive needs mm-hmm. um things have happened in their life that are just they're horrible they're yeah. it's it's like a it's a nightmare you know uh, some they've been done to them. Some they've allowed on themselves. Some they participate, whatever. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And you, you go to, you recognize, you know, (laughs) if God doesn't help that person, Mm -hmm. there is no help. Right. And if he's telling, you know, Pastor Liz, go and lay hands on that person and pray for them and they'll be healed. They'll be resurrected. (laughs) You know, they'll be made whole in their mind. Uh, Pastor Liz has to recognize at some point that that's not you mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not and you are and now he's calling you to a place where you're fully dependent on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. I don't know
2: yeah. you guys, one of you, yeah, I have whatever just, you like. <laughs> one other thought is just that um, survival mode is not dependence. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times that's we're good. going through a tough season and, I'm surviving it. I'm busy, and we don't think you know. Our thoughts don't turn to God, and we're not we're not willing to allow Him to change our view of ourselves or our situation or the people around us. That's depending on Him and receiving like the branch from the vine. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, "Abide in Me, and I in you. Just Mm -hmm. as the branch can do nothing apart from the vine, so apart from Me you can do nothing." Mm -hmm. And I want to abide there. You know, you you asked about ministry before. I don't think it's just um, trials or or that, that threaten our dependency against God. It's, it's our busyness in ministry mm-hmm. and we're abiding in something other than his love. We're abiding yeah. in survival mode <laughs> We're we're abiding in, uh, I don't know something. And so I just want somebody to move beyond that and realize that, um, what you're going through has been, you know, there was a season for you to survive, but now there's a season for you to realize that God's with you in that and you're not alone in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually let,
2: let his spirit come and, and bring the lifeblood of Jesus into you mm-hmm. and restore that withered branch. Um, and get someone to help you if you don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Depend on someone,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> like ask, ask somebody to help you connect because maybe you can't figure it out on your own, but you can, you can be like, I know enough to know, I need to ask for help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so let's just uh, wow, my so.
0: <clears throat> I love what you're saying, Pastor David, Uh, and especially when we talk about abiding. And I think that is the, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there's the essence of dependency in God. And so um, I'm praying today that if you're listening to this, that um, you'll allow Holy Spirit to uh, direct you and bring you to a knowledge of abiding in him. Mm -hmm. You know, abiding in that vine where all of the life of God comes to you. And you didn't earn it, Mm -hmm. you're part of it. You're part of Him. And uh, I pray that, uh, you know, as you exit this uh, podcast, that you'll put your mind on the Lord, that you'll put your mind on uh, how dependent you are on Him, Mm -hmm. and most important, how much He cares for you. Yeah. So God bless you all and have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, go to Ministry.com.